Do I do I just introduce myself or do you want do you want me to introduce well, yeah. us? No, introduce yourself. Okay. Hi everyone. Uh, <laughs> why do I do that with my chin? Why do I do I that with my neck on a bit? I didn't see you do anything <laughs> with your chin. What were you doing with your chin? I don't know. What was that fella? He used to like stick his chin out the one he used to have like the L and the R on his welly boots. Do you remember? Like in the eighties. Oh yeah. Jimmy Cricket or whatever his name. Yeah, it, it was, was something Jimmy, like yeah. that. He used to like stick was his he chin Irish? out. Yeah. I don't remember him Honestly, sticking that... his chin out. <laughs> right, start again. Right, clean. Okay. Make it clean, clean beginning. Clean. girls three boys um and when arlo was two was he two before he was oh, two God. yeah he was yeah, two actually, he was two yeah. in the december yeah. um in was it may may 2018 i saw an advert on uh our local community center we live on the coast so, so the wirral is a peninsula and we um, we are right on the coast, and so we have um, a community centre that does, uh, you know, Hoy Lake, where the community centre is, has a huge fishing history, and um, so they just reposted uh, on Facebook an advert of a TV company looking for people who would like to step back in time and be part of an Edwardian family, to be honest. That's all that went in. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I love history. What did you have to say in the um, in the application? I Do don't you know think what? we even spoke about that. I, know, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. Do you know what it was off the back of? We'd been to uh, Lime Park in Cheshire and they said, we, we went to a little bit where you could like dress up and they said, if you want, you can dress up. And you could walk around the house. And I was like, oh, let's do it. And none of you would do it. And I was like, oh, come on. Let's go and put on like all, like all old fashioned clothes. And let's walk around the house as if it's our house. And you were just like, absolutely no way. Mortified. <laughs> and I was gutted. And I thought, I wish I was, I wish there was a way I could like dress up in old fashioned clothes and get away with it. So the other side of it, I was thinking maybe I could be like an extra on like a period drama, looked into that. No, you've got to have like natural hair colour and you've got to be petite. And then then neither of them are on my tick list. <laughs> so, so I was like, right, back to the drawing board. I just need to sort of be able to swan around in old fashioned clothes. And I, I don't know how to do it. So we saw that advert and thought, yeah, I'll live as an Edwardian, fine. <laughs> So that's really all I, I took here. And we've been doing the family trade, haven't we? I've totally dominated this conversation. I see what we I don't know what a podcast is. Blah blah blah. Listen to me. <laughs> Sorry. I wanted to go to Beamish, didn't I? And sort of walk around Iron there Bridge as if and all it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um and walk around as if, you know, I was really in that era. <laughs> so I think all that was just sort of fresh in my head. And then I filled in a form, filled in all about our family, where we were living, where my family were from. My family were all Welsh um, on my mum's father's side. 
And um, I knew they'd come from sort of West Wales and North Wales. Yeah. So it was sort of, you know, I knew that my great-great-grandma great grandma was Welsh-speaking and my uncle had told me stories about how she used to talk to my sister in Welsh and sort of nobody knew what they were saying and were paranoid and all that type of stuff, all those stories. So I think it was just all there. You don't realise what you take in sometimes, do you? So I mean. So I think by the time we got to the Skype conversation with with Beth in a, a Wild Flame Productions, it was it was just that that foundation was already there, and that's obviously why they called us. But that Skype call wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was more about us as a family. By that point, wasn't it the first Skype call? It was so relaxed. It was just like a nice chat, and obviously the kids are like yeah. squirming around, up and down, up and down. And you think. Right, well, that was just a mess. You know, that's <laughs> that's not going to go anywhere. But, hey, that was something different. That was a bit of a laugh, you know. And... Well, that was probably the thing, though. We didn't take any of it that seriously, did we? No. Right, even... right the way throughout the process, at no point where we sort of, like... Right, be like this or be like, be like that. Be like that, be something else, because we've got to get on TV. Cause, but I think it was because we didn't start the process trying to be on TV. Yeah. Because certainly... I'd had no part in the application. This was this yeah. was all you wanting to travel in time and experience a life in Edwardian um, Britain. Yeah. So, but so it, that was the good thing throughout that whole process because we had another two or three Skype calls, which were family, which yeah. were as individuals as well. Yeah. I think me, you, and Ruby did ones as just on our own. Yeah. And then we got to the casting weekend, which we said that casting weekend we were like. It's like a little weekend away. Because we don't get many holidays, do we? We don't really get to do... No, not with all of us You know, we don't really else. get to do a lot. Um, obviously, abroad is sort of out of the question the last couple of years because we're a bit, you know, we're quite a big family and it's expensive when there's seven of you. And um, so we've done like the odd weekend here and there. And we just thought, oh my goodness, we're going to South Wales for a weekend. How lovely. An adventure. Yep. It will be an adventure, you know, and we'll just have a good time. Don't worry about anything, you know. But that was good just things. the normal things like be polite, say please and thank you, <laughs> yeah. as you know, you, you yeah, remind your yeah, children. Yeah. And that was it. Well, Don't we, wander off. Yeah. Don't get into trouble. We got. We were late. We got lost. In... Yeah, yeah. So we arrived in Pembrokeshire off the back of a what five? It took like five or six hours. Yeah. In the end, because of course again lost. with the kids. Well, we got lost, but also we got the kids who were. Needing a wee every hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're my navigator. We don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't do that well together. Tell you what, though. When you all laughed at me, because we, we, went, we went through this village, <laughs> and I said, oh, look, there's a little antique shop there. And they were all like, Mum, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, you know, no, we're trying to look for this place. <laughs> and I was like, I was only saying there was an antique shop there. Like, look how cute it is. When we got lost, and we didn't know where we were, we went all the way around the world and came back again. There was that antique shop, and I was like, "Oh, look! I know no, where we are." No, 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 because what you There's forget that is antique shop we passed before. Good job, I spotted it. No, because what you forget <laughs> is that as I'm approaching the antique shop, I'm going, "Is it left or right? Left or right?" And you're going, "Oh, look at the antique shop! Isn't that lovely?" <laughs> what? I don't want to go anywhere near an antique oh. shop. So it did work out later on on the way home because we recognised where the antique shop was. Yeah, we knew where there. we were. So we arrived there late. late. Everybody was, else was there. They were all sat in the car park, do you remember? The fire alarm had gone off, hadn't it? I don't remember The that, fire but... alarm had gone off, so they'd all like to oh, go that's outside. that's why they were outside. And then there's all us like piling out the car late. Oh. But we were like an hour late. Yeah, it, yeah, we were, we were 
you know, good style late, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. We weren't but again, at, at the time, I think because we weren't putting too much... We were just like, oh, well. You know, we weren't whatever. promising ourselves any, anything from it. We just turned and up quite relaxed. We are like, oh, an hour late. Oh, well. And we'll, everybody else we'll seemed like really, like, together. You know, like... <laughs> everyone seemed like they had, like, proper waterproof clothes on. Walking boots and everything, and we just weren't, weren't prepared. We were we just weren't prepared at all. As ever, we were just sort of rocking up to something, <laughs> thinking what and like out of our depth as usual, out of our depth, not a clue what's going on. And everybody else just seemed like so and like fit. They were like active as if they were walkers, you know. All this, <laughs> and we're just, you know. A complete mess in comparison. Seven scrubs falling out of a car. Yeah, the kids are like covered in bits of breakfast bars and stuff like that and oh so on, on top of all that so we so first of all we've got lost it's taken us six hours or something to get down to Pembrokeshire yeah. in the early hours of the morning we were an hour late and they were and like chuck your bags in we're all mm-hmm. we're all off out <laughs> we yeah were there, like, there was what? no let up at all was there there was just no. no let up so we went inside and we did the and this is one of my memories so I remember we went inside um we were in like some kind of circle we had to put our arms together and the kids had to climb around the circle. And, and it was all... Phoebes? And it was Phoebes. It was Phoebe who, it was Phoebe who climbed around everyone. Who would later join us on, on, on the island yeah. with the Powers family next door but one. And it's strange things like that. You know, you, of course you wouldn't think you know anything of it no. at the time, but it's looking back and going, oh yeah, that was Phoebe. Those, those, those... And now we know her so well. Yeah. And to not, not know them, kind of, kind of weird. The really the only family we sort of didn't chat to was the powers, mm-hmm. and it for was whatever only, reason, yeah, just it know. was the way we were all paired up. We were just ended up sort of on the opposite side of doing activities from them, so we just didn't we didn't see them. I only knew, isn't it funny things you remember? I remember walking out of the like there was like a communal bathroom toilets type thing, wasn't there where we were staying? Yeah, and I walked out, and the we all had our names on our door. And it had power. And I just remember every time I'd go to the bathroom, I'd walk out and i think, that's that power family's room. But never really saw them. Once I bumped into them when we were all brushing our teeth and we sort of said, oh, did you have a good time? You know, you having a good time? And it was like, yeah. And that was it. And then it was as we were leaving on our last day, I was chatting to other families and we were all swapping numbers and what your names on Facebook and everything. And Gareth came over to you, didn't he? And... Yeah, he had, um, Griff was in the... Griff was asleep, and I was amazed. I was like, how, how, how does he get that child to sleep <laughs> in all this noise? His arse was, like, causing absolute mayhem. Yeah, he was in a pushchair, Griff. Yeah. And Gareth come over. And, um, I don't know, he said something on the lines of, I think you're the only people we haven't spoke to, so I shook his hand. Yeah. But I don't think it was rude to him, but I was kind of shattered from that weekend because yeah. even though we'd had a great time you know we did like um the, the, the interviews to camera we spoke to the um we did all the psychoanalysis type thing yeah. didn't we and yeah we'd had people watching us from the bbc and wild flame we were taking notes on us and all that so by the time gareth came over to me and said you know we haven't spoke to you yet and said hello that's what I mean. I don't think I was being rude, but I was kind of in the mindset after having that long weekend of, right, we just need to get in the car now and go home. And that's, that's why, <laughs> and that's why, that's why I think it's worked out weird that, you know, <laughs> he was he was being friendly, Gareth, and I said hi and that. But I was just thinking, 
oh, I just want to go home. Not like, who are you? Type yeah. thing. You know, it's just more a case of, you know, but just weird that it works out that, you know, we're close to the powers now and we went through everything together. But that first initial meeting, I probably couldn't be more eager to shake his hand and get in the car and, and get home. And it's just a strange way of the way things have worked out. It's just out. weird, yeah. Because we found out then within three or four days maybe it was, not even came that maybe two Sunday. days it was, the, it was either the Monday or the Tuesday you no, went, it was the Monday afternoon it was the Monday afternoon I knew nothing and you came home from work and we were having our tea and we were about we were just like chatting having our tea and you had your work bag next to you and you just picked it up and you went oh can I just say something like well done Davis family we've we've been picked to go on the programme we were just like oh uh, yeah yeah I had the champagne didn't <laughs> you I did yeah I got the champagne out my bag yeah yeah but we also met Clive and Cheryl yeah when we got to the because um, Clive and Cheryl and Arwell and Kate weren't at the casting weekend no that was all done independently separately because yeah. I think I think I think initially it was going to be four families, families. in with kids, and it was just too family figures. heavy or something like that. So the like that, yeah. and plus we needed we need we just needed people with like different areas of expertise, you know, and that that was just how all that came together was just amazing, you know, how it all just like knitted together. Yeah, I think that, and that's the thing. I think they were very clever in the way they put it together. Never mind. I don't like even calling it a set because it didn't feel like a oh set gosh, to it us. Wasn't it a felt set. like it felt like we did time travel. But I think in terms of you had everything in 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 that community. You've had the you know Clive and Cheryl who were the experienced um, couple. And they were experiencing um, like everything. Cheryl is just like a I mean, walking cookbook, isn't she? She she just knows how to make something out of absolutely nothing clive had all the fishing expertise sort of amongst us within our little homes of course we had you know mickey and and everyone but we just that sort of like what do we do how do we do that how do we go to fish how do i and he just would you know he would show us he had that knowledge and expertise Yeah, because he'd been a fisherman and that's what i mean i think we all made up different elements of a community across four cottages we were yeah. clearly the we didn't realize it at the time we'd heard we were we, the clueless cottage we, yeah, <laughs> the clueless cottage <laughs> completely i was gonna say the what, poverty what, cottage. <laughs> what did we bring to it absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> no you did though you were i, ba- you were I the tell you how little i knew cheryl was saving all the tea leaves and she said it's really good if you sprinkle it on your floor it really helps get the sand up so i was like okay so every time we make a pot of tea, we'd like save all the tea leaves and dry them out. So one day I went in and I noticed she was saving in a bowl eggshells. So I was like, right, okay, I don't know what they're for, but they're going to be for something. So I was saving on my eggshells and I said to Clive one day, this was like, say, three, four days later, I said to Clive, oh, I've been saving my eggshells as well because I spotted um, Cheryl was doing it. Um, So what are you going to use them for? And he was like... Nothing. She just put them in a bowl before she chucked them out or gave them to the chickens. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought they were going to come in really handy. Absolutely. No idea. What I, was just, I literally spent four weeks just copying everybody else. The clueless cottage. <gasps> so we were the large family, but that in itself meant that we were, we were at times the poverty family. 
we yeah, were we representative were. of of that time when big families did struggle. Yeah. But then you had the powers who had the shop, yeah. um, and relatively speaking, they weren't much better off than us. No, but they had access to food if if needed. But I think they were really good in terms of they didn't delve into that no. food store because they had to support a community. Obviously, Clive and Cheryl were like the grandparents. And didn't care. Everything was on tick. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that going on. Cheryl we did just... settle up, though. We did settle up. No, I meant Cheryl with the shop. She'd always go over every week. She'd be like, I'll buy this. I'll pay it off next week. We'd be <laughs> like, we don't know we're going to have... I was just so worried that we just never seemed to have enough money. So I hated spending too much in case, you know, we just ended up with absolutely nothing. But that's because even now in the 21st century, we're not... We would never expect things on tick. It's just, no. We almost applied the same thinking back then, but I guess back then there would have been a lot of things on tick. And then, of course, we had... Um, Kate we had and Kate, Kate and Arwell, who brought their own skills. They represented that new young couple who were more mobile yeah. with no kids at that time. Yeah. And, of course, Arwell brought a particular skill set, you know, because um, he works at a forge. Yeah. Um, so everyone brought something. And Kate has sewing... She's brilliant at sewing. I just know and can well, of course, was yeah. a, you know if, if anyone had like a rip in like their blouse or anything like that. I think she sort of helped sort of adapt some of the corsets and stuff like that to make you know to sort of fit better in things like that. All those little things. It was Ruby's. Oh, it was Ruby's petticoat. It was Ruby's petticoat that she helped adapt as well and things like that. You know when that's what you needed. Remember when. <laughs> Do you remember when Yannick, it was like his second day on the island and he went down at night to the pump to go and get, um, to go and fill a bucket of water. And I didn't have a lan- our lantern. I didn't take it with me and I could see somebody at the pump with a lantern. So I thought, you know, it might be Lydia. I'll walk down in my nighty. I'll walk down and just go and fill up the bucket and I'll walk back up with them and they've got the light. And when I walked down, because I walked out the darkness, he jumped out of his skin. He thought I was a ghost. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, you appeared from nowhere. I nearly wet myself laughing. So what we're going to do now is we posted on Instagram. I think it was Instagram and maybe Twitter, didn't we? For a couple of questions um, that we could answer. So... Who give us the first question? Well, there's Isabel Arrow Smith. I think she's actually she's put three three different questions. The the good and the ones that we get asked a lot actually. So the first one is, what did you enjoy most about the experience? Go on, you go first on that one. <sighs> Do you know? I don't think there's. It's. I just don't think there's one thing. I suppose I could put it under the umbrella of my eyes being opened. I think that's what I enjoyed most about it. I think when you have your everyday life and you do your everyday thing, so, you know, we live live where we live and our kids and our friends and our family and you don't sort of step outside that. And it was just great that we did. We met people. So, you know, you've got, obviously, we've got a, a camera crew around us. And after sort of, a week or two you can have a little look through their camera and you're watching how things work you know sort of the the sound crew how heavy is all the stuff that they carry around and so like that side of stuff I loved meeting different people 
oh my gosh, the Welsh language. Listening to them speak Welsh all the time and just how lovely and rhythmic it is and thinking, I want to speak like that. That's how my great-grandmother spoke. I want to learn how to do that, which I am. I won't even attempt to do it now. <laughs> but that's, you know, so I'm, I've got like the different lingo apps and everything and so I'm learning that. So it's like, it's all that. It's, it was just opening my eyes how important friendship is and how how I can be a good friend as well as what I value in a good friend and and also just how amazing my family are and I mean you and our children you know sort of what I got from you lot but also how much I missed my brother and my sister and their families so it's just it was just that whole opening my eyes to everything that's what I enjoyed about the whole experience I can't I could say I loved my corset. I loved my nighty to the point where you bought me one, didn't you? You know, you got me a similar sort of style Edwardian nighty. I can, you can name little tiny things. I loved the old books that we had, the old cookbook and things like that. I love things like that. I loved being around buildings that are just steeped in history. I love all that. But that list is just completely endless when it comes to like, individual things. I think the most thing, the thing about the whole experience is just how much it opened my eyes and how much it changed something within me. So that was, you know, that's what I enjoyed about the whole experience. What did you? You're going to say like one thing now and just <laughs> totally trounce my answer. No, <laughs> um, fishing, being with the fellas on the boats yeah. was, was the highlight for me. I think being in that... Um, because it was a male-dominated, you know, industry at the time. There were women that were fishing, but just to be around the fellas on the boats, um, doing something I'd never done before, completely on my comfort zone, that was fantastic. It wasn't even so much that for the, about actually catching fish. It was everything that went with that. And I think the other thing that really sticks out for me was just being cut off in the twenty-first century, taking away all modern sensibilities and modern standards. And stripping it all back to a pure way of living uh, and living very peacefully was just something that I yearn for now. Yeah. If I, if I could drop everything and just go back and live in those cottages, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Quite, quite happily. Quite happily just interact with a very, very small community and live a very simple existence. It was just... Because people say, don't they, can't wait to get away for the weekend and you might go on holiday or oh, can't wait to get away from from work this summer and I'll go two weeks in Tenerife and, and everyone wants that escapism wherever it looks like but this was escapism on a level that you know otherwise we would never be able to attain yeah this this was a one-off and that, that's what I miss next question next question who was it from again this is Isabel Arrow Smith again um, were there any points during the experiment at which you questioned why you applied yeah <laughs> They didn't show my temper tantrums, did they, on TV? <laughs> Talk about how to rein him in. The first the night first we were there... Night, I was just going to say, that was your... Couldn't get that bloody stove going. It's the bit where I walk out, I just got changed into my clothes, and um, I walk out and say, how do I look? And your hands are black with the... I'm still in my modern day clothes. I'm still in modern day clothes. Everybody else, the fires were all going. They'd all got changed and everything was <laughs> running smoothly, as usual, at the Davis Cottage. All hell's breaking loose. Our stove wasn't quite working, was it? When we got in there, we realised it was going dark. We hadn't got it lit. Um, 
and we really needed to get it later. We needed to get some food on, or at least some hot water. It on. was just a shock to the system. That that's all it was. And the, I think the only other times I got annoyed of it all, because you just get emo- emotional about things, don't you? It was it was often that um, whether we got that big catch of herring and it didn't bring the money in that we thought it was going to. There was because you had a lot of highs yeah. and thought you were going to get big rewards out of it. Uh, and there was an emotional reward from these things, but then, in terms of carrying on living, having money, and everything else, not to get what you felt you you were owed. Yeah. Obviously, added to it feeling re- really real, but also really hacked me off. At times. I think it was the hunger. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's like when I lost it with with when I'm kicking the barrel. Yeah. And thanks to Wildflame for editing out my foul language. Yeah. <laughs> that went all over that, but. As funny as that moment is, looking back, at the same time, it was just literally because I had nothing left. So those, those low points were, were the times when I went, what am I doing this for? So on top of questions that we've been asked on Instagram, um, questions we generally get asked. One, is it really painful to wear a corset? And that's something I always thought about as well. You know, you see for years and years and years women were wearing corsets and wearing them all day, every day. And, you know, some were modified so they could wear them in pregnancy and things like that. And you think, gosh, and you think of like really super tight. But they weren't that uncomfortable. And it's amazing how quickly you get you get used to them. You know, you do get used to wearing them. Yeah, I did tighten mine to sort of, stop myself feeling hungry and things like that to sort of get get rid of that feeling so there were times when mine was super tight but generally when you're wearing it just to sort of you know you you just wear it and it just naturally pulls you in no it wasn't it wasn't uncomfortable we were you know cockling and things like that wearing them we wore it all day every day until well you had to take it off didn't you at night because it was tricky to undo but no it wasn't it wasn't painful but we get asked all kinds of questions. Another one I get asked a lot is, um, what did you miss? What did you miss the most? Yeah. Oh, I can answer that dead easy. No, nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing whatsoever. No, the only thing I missed truly, where I got used to that in the end, was knowing what the football scores were for Everton. And that, that was literally it, because I'm so used to, that's such a big part of my life. But that, that quickly disappeared. And the other thing I really missed, we didn't have a sink. And I said <laughs> you and your sink? I said it the Good entire God, way... Good on about sink. I said it the entire way through. Life would have been so much easier if they just had... It, it wasn't even... Running water. No, no, it wasn't that. And it wasn't even like the drainage or anything. Just a big vessel to hold stuff in. Which was small enough for me to carry and tip out. Well, that's the thing. We we probably would have. We probably would have. If, again, if we'd been there any length of time, we a probably would have had a, a stone sink outside, or yeah. even built one inside. So we probably just for that time we were there. Just for but, the. To, it was the dishes. I had nothing to do my dishes in. I had to use one of my pots to do my dishes in because the bath we had was absolutely huge. So I couldn't have. It took forever. To, oh my goodness, to get the bucket of water, bring it up, fill the kettle, boil that water on the stove and then tip it in. By the time you went down and got, you know, you had your next kettle boiling, it was freezing cold. So, you know, you just never, it wasn't worth having a really big vessel, but just something sink-sized. 
just sinks out for me to put my pots in and to leave stuff to soak as well. You're so passionate about it's, this oh, sink. Because it's, oh. I said it the entire way through. I was like, do you know what I miss? A sink. Honestly, you were, you were given <laughs> everything you could possibly want, everything you've ever wanted to do. And the one thing missing was a bloody sink. Yawning. Why is it a problem? Nobody can hear me yawning. <laughs> Just you've got a problem I can with it. See you yawning. Jesus. Anyway, I want another cup of tea now. So, okay. should we wrap up? So, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, we're going to attempt to sort of do a podcast maybe once a month, aren't we? Yeah, we'll try and do it. Well, that was our first. That was our first. We didn't have a clue what we were doing. Goodness knows, you know, how this is all going to pan out. Should Let us know. Should a high five? No. <laughs> Why would I high five you? Because I knew you wouldn't. Why would you? <sighs> it so, was good though. But, <laughs> well, as you say, it's cringy, but we've done it. It is cringe. I it. find things that is really, really cringe. This is something I need to get over, but I will. I will in time. I think we've done all right. We have it's done it. So thank you everyone for listening and um Oh wait, so you can't say speak to you soon because we're not gonna well I know I am speaking to you. We will speak to you soon. Okay. So thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. See you next time. Take it easy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>